Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Pillow yeah. Talk with Mark and B. This one's going to be a spicy one. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show. That's B. Hey, I'm Mark. It's just the podcast where we talk. Boom. We high fived. High fived. Um, yeah, no, this was interesting. We had something interesting happen to us last week, and then the fulfillment of it. It all culminated today yeah. into something epic. So yeah. here we go. So are. we're going to take you down on a story about. Uh, the Daily Mail wrote an article about your favorite podcast host, Mark and D. <laughs> the Daily Mail, <laughs> one of the biggest newspapers in the world. Like, what does it even mean? So here's the thing. Like, first of all, maybe we should preface this with like, don't believe what they say in the media. <laughs> yeah, and if you haven't learned that from us yet, maybe this will be the episode to sh- fully show you that the media lies about fucking everything like it's just so wild and even if they're not like maliciously lying they're just dumb just dumb like just dumb lying then (sighs) but anyways it it's been a very interesting experience okay so i use this as like a literal social experiment i was like i told mark i was like this is how i think this is gonna go and i'm interested to see if it's gonna go that way it absolutely went that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And once you read kind of, well, once we read the timeline to you, it will be completely understandable why it went this way. <laughs> but Daily Mail, you got to do better. You got to do better. This is absurd. <clears throat> I don't even know. I mean, everybody can go check out the article and... Well, if it's still up, because we did ask them to take it yeah, down. Like, that's so, that's a lie. It's yeah. inaccurate. Like, yeah. But anyways, uh, we would like to take you on the journey of the Daily Mail article. <laughs> and it all starts off with some very professional emails of course well first of all professional dm she slid into my dm yeah professional dms yeah so message the pillow talk account hi there i'm a journalist for dailymail.com would love to cover your story just wondered if it would be possible to send you some questions via email at all i'm at and then she said her email i responded with sorry what story are you looking to cover yeah it's like like what? Wait, is something happening I should know about? Wait, wait, <laughs> we left. We, we're on an island because there's no stories here. So then she was like, you're moved to an island and they're Airbnb. I was like, okay, interesting. Our email is, and then I gave the email, which is pillowtalkwithmarkandb at gmail.com if anybody wants to get a hold of us. And if you're listening, don't forget to support the show by supporting to our Patreon at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. <laughs> nice. Okay, so then she emailed me and was like, great. In the meantime, as out of office today, are you able to share, one, how you found the island, two, how much was the property, three, how is the Airbnb going, four, what are your full names, five, what are your future plans? I can link your Airbnb and podcast, and if you have any pics, question mark, sent from Outlook from iOS. So she's off today, that's fine, that's fine, she's working on her day off, (laughs) it's fine, I guess. Hard work being a journalist. So this is after, like, three messages with her. She's like, hey, tell me the price of your home. Yeah, like, like, yeah, that's very, like... I was like, wait, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? So then I responded with, sorry, before giving you all this private information, are you able to share some things about yourself? Additionally, can you send me some of the articles you've written? Looking forward to working with you. Because I'm trying to stay professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're writing a news story about what? Like, and then you... Yeah, just it all seems sketch from the beginning. And it was funny when she, this person first messaged you. You're like, "Is this my fucking ex trying to weasel his way back?" Literally, in? I actually thought that because it was that, my ex. Yeah, that's that's the vibe of this. It was just like so, like, whoa. <laughs> like I'm a recruiter. I know how to. 
send a message mm-hmm. if you're looking for a call to action from somebody, yeah. and that was not it. No, and, and as a podcaster myself, I've invited hundreds of people on my show, and I can guarantee it's way more official than that. And I've been invited on probably half a dozen, if not a dozen, podcasts of other people. Yeah, it's And they are wild. more professional than that. She said, sure, we're the world's biggest newspaper website, so hopefully it'll boost your audience, smiley face. My last story on a family, dot, dot, see here, and then included something. I said, okay, very interesting. How does the interview work? Is it over Zoom? As for the questions you asked, do you want me to read all these? We should read all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, how you found the island. On January 6, 2022, we decided that minus 40 degree weather in Calgary wasn't what we wanted for our lives. By February 18th, we had sold everything in Canada and left for Panama. We were in Panama City until the beginning of March before flying over to Bocas del Toro. We knew the goal was to be on an island that was boat access only and completely off-grade, but beyond that, we had no idea what that might look like. We viewed a few properties the first Saturday that we were in Bocas del Toro. We bought the fourth property that we looked at. Three months later, on May 29th, we had moved to Paradise Reef on Isla Cristobal in Bocas del Toro. You know, now that I mention that, I'm pretty sure that she never mentioned Paradise Reef once. Yeah, no, and was there an Airbnb link in the article? I don't know, we'll check. But, anyways. Uh, The second question, how much was the property? I said, I don't think we need to go into numbers, but essentially we sold our 1,000-foot square bungalow in Canada for two acres of land with 10 structures on it, including a house, two guest houses, an outdoor kitchen, a bodega for our solar system and water catchment system, a greenhouse, a chicken coop, and a boathouse with its own dock. She said, how, and then the next question was, how's the Airbnb going? Incredible. In the high season, we're 90% booked. We offer a number of tours around the area, including some jungle tours, dolphin tours, and a waterfall tour. Mark focuses on the Airbnb and keeping that running while I work online as a recruiter in the U.S. and Canada. She asked what our full names were. I said Mark and Bethany, but I go by B typically. And then asked what our future plans were. We said we wanted to buy additional property and then turn our, our current property entirely into just um, like an Airbnb situation. Currently, we have one hut available for rent and market to mostly couples. We'll turn the other hut into a massage studio for guests and other expats. Um, Mark hopes to build us our own house with his own hands, which we're, op- we're hoping to start in the next couple of years. Once we move into that house, we're, we'll, hope that our cur- we'll open our current house up as an Airbnb for families to stay at with their kids. Bocas del Toro is a beautiful province, and it's been an honor, to, it's been an honor being able to share it with as many people as we have. We currently have two dogs, four cats, and a number of chickens. The goal in that department is to get some more animals, lizards, sheep, goats, etc. I've attached some pictures for ease of reference and some videos that explain things a little bit more. Property tour video link, Airbnb link, and then videos of tours and reviews can be found at our Instagram page. The last thing that we want to share is our podcast, Pillow Talk with Mark and B. As most relationships these days bringing trauma or are bringing trauma or relationship or baggage into relationships. Our goal is to promote healthy conversations around that with solutions and examples for other couples. Um, we posted an episode about our first year in Panama here, and I sent her that link specifically. Hmm. Let me know if there's anything you need from us. Then I sent her a picture, like just a couple of pictures, some of which was used in the articles and some of which was not, but we'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> she said, this is great. Oh, because... Again, in the in the first part of my last email, I said, how does the interview work? Is it over Zoom? She had responded to that entire email, which was like a long email, and said, this is great. Is there anything you'd like to add to this email interview? Would it be possible to include your age? 
And I said, sorry. <laughs> Are we you, done? Do you mean that's it? You're not going to ask anything else? You can make a whole article off of what I've given to you? And then I gave her our ages. She said, I've been watching all of your TikToks, so lots of notes from them. I do hope this is okay. Maybe if you have time, could you respond to the following? How often do you need to shop for groceries? What creature comforts and foods do you miss from home? How would you sum up your new home in three words? Then I answered those questions. So that's a total of eight questions that she's now asked us. Eight questions, okay. How often do you... So I said we get groceries every week and a half or two weeks. Um, Mark is in town picking up Airbnb guests all the time, so it works out really well. I said that there's nothing like Alberta beef. Steak in Panama just isn't the same. I also miss driving. Cars were always my thing when I was in Canada, and now we only have boats. Mark, on the other hand, has sunk into sunk hard into island life, and he doesn't seem to miss a lot. We were intentional about this move because we wanted to get away from media, politics, etc. He was a big podcaster before we left, and then in brackets, Lorehammer. When he's not working, he spends his time spearfishing or making new hiking trails around the land. She said, and then the last question was, how would you sum up your home in three words? Paradise, peaceful, serene. Let me know if there's anything else. When should I expect to see this article? She said, fab. <laughs> fab. Fab. It will be up this weekend, and I will send you a link. Then I said, sounds great. And she said, appalls, A-P-O-L-S, appalls. Yikes. I think that's short for apologies, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But appalls, one more, one other thing. How do you get to the island if you're flying internationally? I said that there's two ways. You can either go directly from San Jose, Costa Rica to Bocastown, or you have to go through Panama City. And then that was it. Nothing yeah. else. Nothing else. That was the end. So I was told that it was coming out like the week on the weekend. Yeah. It's now Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. And I get this message this morning from somebody I haven't talked to since like I was living with my birth parents kind of thing. <laughs> like she sent me screenshots from her Snapchat of us. And it was pictures that I did not give to this lady. It was pictures off of my private blocked Instagram. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then she, my friend was like, <laughs> my friend was like, uh, oh my gosh, ha ha ha, Daily Mail Snapchat, look at you guys go, good for you, I'm so amazed and proud of you. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Like I thought... Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Like, I haven't read this article. I yeah. have no idea what's in this article. She didn't ask us anything. Yeah. So what could this article possibly be about? And even when she was sending these, I told Mark. I was like... This is sketchy. This is sketchy. There's not going to be any accurate information. She's She hasn't taken the time to at, like get to know us, yeah. ask us any. Yeah. And, like, thought... Like, we do interviews. Yeah. Regularly, regularly, hundreds of them. There are thought-provoking questions that you can ask, and a million questions yeah. you could have asked about moving from Canada to Panama. Yeah. What are your creature comforts that you miss? Like, like fucking it, McDonald's. You, like want you, want, to, you want me to say McDonald's? Like, yeah. Nothing. What the, Western bullshit is bullshit. Yeah. Like, like, what about a question where it's like, what do you think the greatest challenge is integrating yourself into a different foreign community or something like, like? And then I could say, actually. The Panamanians have been nothing but nothing. Wel welcoming. And in fact, it hasn't been Whatever, challenging Whatever, we have to get all. to the article first. Oh, okay, yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, so that's what she had to go yeah, off that, of. Okay, so I'll read the article. Yeah, let's read the article. An island paradise. Canadian couple reveal how they sold everything and moved to remote outcrop in Panama. And now their $94 a night Airbnb is almost completely booked out. Can I pause you? Yeah, we can go through it like that and pause. An outcrop? 
I just Googled is a rock formation that is visible on the surface. Yeah, we don't have rocks here. Like, and we're on an island. booked out, it's complete, like, no occupancy, like, or low vacancy, or, like, booked out. Anyways, Mark and Bethany Sakura were uninspired and living in Calgary, Alberta. In January uh, 2022, they came across a TikTok about life in Panama. Within three weeks, they had sold everything and relocated to Central America. So that information they got, she got from TikTok. I never mentioned that. Yeah. I never said that. I. That's not how I would describe my life in Canada. We no. had the best. Life. Yeah, no, like I felt like I had peaked in Canada. I feel like I had mastered my trade. I feel like I had a side career. I like, feel like I had multiple side we careers. We had actually. everything. Like, we were buying a. F- we bought a van to start van life. Yeah, like, like, we weren't uninspired. We were too crazy doing too much. <laughs> An adventure-thirsty adventure couple from Canada have told us have told of how they ditched their city life for a remote island in Panama, and they have no regrets more than one year on. Mark and Bethany Sakura were living in Calgary, Alberta, but sick of the sub-zero weather and increased cost of living. The duo started to look for an alternative place to put down roots. In January 2022, the Sakuras came across a TikTok about life in Panama, and within three weeks, they had sold or given away almost everything they had owned in a bid to relocate to Central America. That line kind of got to me, too, because I, I just heard your email again. You didn't say that we donated anything. Sold or given away? No, like no, we no. never talked about our PR process at all. Yeah. And that's not even how we're doing it, so that's incredibly misleading. Yeah, well, right? and then, yeah, and then they go into that where uh, they'd sold. To get residency in Panama, experts can invest... Or expats can invest 200000 in local real estate. And Bethany, 30, told DailyMail.com that we has, we essentially th- sold our 1,000-square-foot bungalow in Canada for two acres of land with 10 structures on it. Like, that was a connection that she made that was not a connection that she could have made. Yeah. Like, those two things have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, exactly. And that's not, like, the residency route we really went. Then there's a picture that I did send her of kind of, like, a aero, <coughs> aerial view of the property. She took a picture of me and Mark, kind of like, like I'm wearing a bandana, he's in a hat, did not provide that to her. <laughs> then there's a picture of me and Mark on a beach, did not provide that to her. There's a picture of us standing under our sold sign, did not provide that to her. Then there's like a video of a bunch of like our property, but the funny thing is they show pictures of another Airbnb. Yeah, that- so there's like a, a property tour of our Airbnb, then another another tiktok video of mine of an airbnb in costa rica yeah why would you include that yeah that's not even our it's not our airbnb you fuck oh okay that's crazy (laughs) go on the sakura's island plot which they found within three months of moving includes a house two guest huts and an outdoor kitchen a greenhouse and a chicken coop and a boathouse with its own dock there is also a storehouse that contains a solar energy plant (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You guys, come check out my yep. solar energy we, plant. We put $800 million into that solar energy plant. I have my own solar energy <laughs> plant. What do you got? And rainwater collection system, so they don't have to be hooked up to main supplies. In terms of the location, the Scores live on a remote island uh, called Isla Cristobal in the province of Bocas del Toro in western Panama. A lush outcrop has about The lush outcrop has about 800 residents and is only accessible by boat. The closest international airport is Bocas del Toro, and, and it's about 20 to 30 minute boat ride from there. In terms of making money, the Socorros decided to market one of their guest houses as an Airbnb and is currently available at 94 a night. Bethany says that the resi- 
Response to their island property has been incredible. In the coming months, they're 90% booked. That's not what I said. It's no, like, high season. Yeah, in high season. Like, right now... We're when, not booked. Yeah, there's, like, a three-month period in the year where there's no bookings. Yeah, it's But, like, time the rest of it is very booked. Yeah. <laughs> to generate extra income, they offer a number of tours around the area, from dolphin-watching excursions to waterfall treks. While Mark focuses on the Airbnb and keeping that running, Bethany works remotely online as a recruiter in the U.S. and Canada. The couple also generate a small amount of... A uh, small amount from a relationship-focused podcast that they call Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Like, that is not... Like... It's so... That's not... We don't... We've... I, I can tell you now we've probably only generated $100 for Pillow Talk. I can tell yeah, you that like, now. It is... N- it's... <laughs> like... There's just so much stretch in yeah. half of and it. And, like, if you were going to say anything about generating money through podcasts, mention Lorehammer, motherfucker. Well, she did, but yeah. she clearly does not know... Even Maybe yeah, like, even doesn't know what podcast here, Here's the thing. Is. This chick wrote this article without clicking on any links. You know when you read a Wikipedia article mm. and you can click on the link and be like, oh, what the heck is Bocas del Toro? She didn't do that on yeah. anything. Oh, what the heck is Lorehammer? Yeah. Takes one second, but she's not a journalist. Yeah. Touching on the type of content they offer, Bethany says, as most relationships these days are bringing trauma and baggage into relationships, our goal is to promote healthy conversation around that with the solutions and examples for other couples. Then they included a picture I sent them of the inside of the guest hut with a view from like the bed then a picture that i sent them of the outside of the guest hut from the water then she took a picture of me on a beach in a bathing suit on my private instagram that i never would have sent her yeah you never would want the world to see that one if you want the world in bathing suit to see you that's not like, the picture I you would have fucking sent just deleted almost all of my followers on my private instagram account so that i could start posting pictures of me in like in bathing suits yeah. and stuff more confident without the world looking at it like yeah i don't want that i i would never have sent this to her and if she had asked me about this i, I would have told her not to it's so inappropriate and i i I'm not comfortable with that yeah, picture. Thanks for just fucking putting like me half naked to the entire world, jackass. Then she posted a, a selfie of me and Mark, and it was like the most again did not provide this to her. Yeah, and we're just ju- intentionally just making stupid faces to be idiots, whatever. Like, and then she posted another picture that I gave her. Then she included a picture I did not give her of me and Mark and cheese. I did send her one of a, like a picture like that, but it was a. Like, not with the cat in it, <laughs> but she just kind of took liberties there anyway. Go yeah. on. Looking ahead, the Sakura's aim is to be completely self-sufficient, and and for, from their plot, they are able to fish for dinner and grow out their per- products. Like, that would have been where you would have included where... No, our, our goal is to expand and grow, yeah. and, like, we already are self-sufficient. Currently, their only outgoings include 99 a month on internet, 35 a month for cell- their cell phones, and they get groceries every one or two weeks from the local town. Like, what the fuck? When was that mentioned? When was that mentioned that you could tell these were only expenses? And since that inst- or that TikTok video, I know what she's talking about, things have changed. Like, it's it's wild that she yeah. would just take these liberties and not... I, there must have been a reason that she didn't pass this through us, because... I'm still not even fully convinced this is, like, a function... Or maybe like, it maybe is a it's human. a bot. Like, did you... Hey, man, chatbots are crazy. But anyways, like... Never gone. Uh, the cost of food varies depending on how many guests they have staying. Yeah. Asked, asked what she misses... Like, even just... I'm not reading this bad. Asked what she misses most about life back in Canada. Bethany mused, oh man, there truly is nothing like Alberta beef. Steak in Panama is not the same. 
I also really miss driving cars. Cars were always my thing and when I was in Canada and now we only have boats. When it comes to Mark, Bethany says he sunk hard into island life and doesn't seem to miss a lot. She continues, we were in intentional about the move because we wanted to get away from the media and politics, etc. He was a big podcast before we left, uh, before we left running a program called Lorehammer, which, he, which is focused on a game Warhammer. I think the break has been good for him when he's not working. When did I say I think the break has been good for him? Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, it wasn't a... Like, it's just... He, she's just painting things and using words that just put you in a completely different light. Yeah. Like, you're living your best life. Yeah. No, I actually gave up world fame because that doesn't fucking mean anything to anything. me. Anything. It's useless. It's, it's useless it to me. nothing to do with the value of life. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for your followers, lady. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue. <laughs> On their TikTok channel, this course have made it clear that they do not plan on having children. What the actual... Okay, so I have posted one video about this. In that video, it said, I don't plan on having children, because, and it was a voiceover. Yeah. I don't plan on having children because I have more important things to spend my money on, like chickens. Yeah, a It joke. was a meme. It was yeah. a joke. Yes, we're not having kids, but I'm sorry. Why is that relevant to this article? And yeah. why do you think it's necessary to tell the world that? Like, yeah, and like, and and it was literally just that one line, like just like boom. And just we, out of we've nowhere. talked about like if we accidentally got pregnant, like yeah, I think we'd keep it, and we then would we'd probably it. have another one. Yeah, like, like I think we'd try to keep it and have we're not another against kids. We just don't want some because we don't think it's the best for the situation of the world. Like yeah, it, it just not getting into that. Yeah, but, it's just so crazy. And yeah. it had no right to include that. There's yeah. no reason. And are you saying that if you had kids, you couldn't do it? Yeah, just like so there's just strange. there's no reason to include that. And I think it's all about context because this article was approached to us. How is your move from Canada to Panama? And your Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is not the context. It's just like, we are very open about everything in our lives on Pillow Talk. But the context is an emotional setting where we are getting to these deep roots. Where we can be honest and talk about this. In the middle of a fucking article like this. And just blast it in there with no other ties to it. Yeah. For now, they have their handfuls with an assortment of animals, which, which include two dogs and four cats and a number of chickens. While they say, <laughs> while they say their off-grid lifestyle is a lot of work. The Socorros say they still find time to play. I don't know who said that, but yeah. okay. Yeah, and they 100% feel they made the right decision to living. With yeah, them. like, we've we talked about how, how stupid we find, like, companies say, like, we work hard, play hard. Like, that's, like, a toxic, I've like, I've never works. said that, like... I, yeah, never. I don't even play hard, man. Like, Brant plays hard. I think, and you know what, I was thinking about this the other... I think it's... I don't think it's normal that adults use the term play. Yeah. I think it's weird... I yeah. think, so I would never use that. I know I've never used that in regards to me having fun. Yeah, unless you're, like, with a children, yeah, a child. Yeah, like I'm going to go play. Yeah, like, I'm going to go play no, I'm Barbies. Gonna go I'm going to go play. I'm going to go on an adventure or go swimming or, like, yeah. yeah it whatever. just is so crazy. There's one more line here. Asked to sum up Isla Cristobal in three words, Bethany concludes, paradise, peaceful, serene. You'll just have to come see it for yourself. And even that, she quoted that, and it's like, no, no, we said we didn't say that. We didn't say, come see it for you yourself. You said three words, and we gave you three words. Now we look like somebody who said 15 words or whatever. Yeah. Like, fuck you, man. It's so wild. And then we're not going to go through the comments because I Are don't. Are you sure? Do you want to? I think it's insightful on many levels. Okay. And, and it will also explain why we're so fired up about this. Yeah. Okay, go. The point of this article, in my mind, is to highlight how awesome our Airbnb is and how, more importantly, awesome and welcoming 
Panama and this crazy tourist industry that is here. Like, there's cruise ships that come here. Like Even the people. Like, and the people. The locals. Like, our neighbors. Our neighbors. Like, we've gone to dinner with our neighbors, and we don't even uh, speak the same language as them. Like, just the best. The best people yeah. all around. So if that's what you're trying to highlight, she failed. She did a horrible job of it. Like, she didn't mention that Bocas del Toro is one of the leading in or leading tourist places in mm-hmm. Central America. She did. She made it sound like we're out on some remote island in the middle of nowhere. No, no, no. We're 20 minutes from a hospital. 20 minutes soon from an international airport. Yeah, which like, is also like, she's like that doesn't help my Airbnb to make it sound remote. Yeah. Um, there, there's so many things littered in that article from selling everything in three weeks when it, it was six weeks. And if she would have done, asked, the math on that. done the math or whatever, she would have known it. You know, if you didn't know the backstory, you didn't know the grueling interview process of this, like, where it's just like, what is happening here? This is so unprofessional. Yeah. I just like, I've done interviews. I email people on the regular to, to get information. Your whole Their job is to. Inter- yeah, I guess my whole job, whole is, to job is this. People. And so, and and for the record, so is hers as a journalist. Yeah, you cannot write an article about somebody and ask them eight questions and then watch social media for answers. Yeah, all of that. Like the, it was a joke. That video yeah. was a joke. Yeah, that and is not part of the conversation about not having kids because I want to spend money on chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucked. Exactly. That's my that's my logic right there. I need to have more chickens. <laughs> like, no, so inappropriate for her to. For, yeah. for her to come as a professional. Yeah, um, like Daily Mail is like one of the biggest newspaper organizations. So for her to come in as an employee of them, it she shows should be embarrassed. the quality of that shitty company. And that's the thing. Like you, this shows that you really genuinely cannot trust like no. what you see. They throw articles after asking no nothing about actually. Even, they include quotes when they are not quotes. They're not like, quotes. You can't do that. That's illegal. I didn't say that, lady. We it's didn't so say that. Wild, like, yeah, guys. Yeah, so, I think what. Sorry, I don't know. Just like when you're reading news, honestly, like two grains of salt, three, yeah. five, even. Um, can I read some comments? Cause sure, I'll skip some, maybe, perhaps. But amazing Airbnb. Um, this one's funny. They won't have any land left by, and it's all caps. By 2030, as claimed. As as to climate change and the seas rising. No, two as me- to climated. Climated change and the seas rising two meters. As to what the gre- greenies and Charlie's climate changers are telling us. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell that to all Hawaii. That go there goes all their cities. Tell that to New, New York. York. Tell that to literally every city on the coast. Like two meters, Florida. man. If that happened, like we're all fucked. You, you know. Okay. That like. Like, okay, next comment. It's leave so the four irrelevant. countries alone because you'd also be affected. Yeah, talk. yeah. Like just fuck off. If like I moved to a place so I can lessen my climate because now I'm like almost 100 percent green. Yeah, we're like negative footprints yeah. at this point. Note the netting on the bug. It is there for a reason. Note the netting on the bed or on the bed. There, it is there for a reason. Bugs. Um. Yeah. We we get some jungle. bugs. <laughs> Yeah, I've never slept with the netting on our bed. If you go outside in Canada, I hear there's some bugs there too. Yeah, in fact, actually, the bugs, the mosquitoes in Canada oh and my Banff. God, my friends it, bitch about that all the time. They are way worse in here. Way worse. Way worse. Lots of jealous folks on here seemed on on here. It seems trapped in their twenty-five dollar hour jobs, probably for life, just because you don't have the cojones to get out and grab life. Don't put down others to do that. That do. Yeah. What is it all about 
a woman simply saying she doesn't want children would offend so many people. <laughs> what does that have to do with the article? Anyway? Yeah. At a local market, they sell special saddles so you can ride the cockroaches into town if you want. And this is where things get crazy, man. The, so the Daily Wire is a left-leaning organization that preaches nonstop about hate speech and, like, equitableness and fairness and all this kind of stuff. For them to allow a comment such as this, I'm not riding cockroaches down here, bud, you fucking racist. Yeah, that's fucking racist. Like, straight up, how is that comment not deleted Daily Wire or Daily Merrill? That's offensive, man. Extremely offensive to Panamanians. Uh, somebody says no thanks. As long as they keep generating an income, they can stay in Panama, but it doesn't have to... But it doesn't have open immigration where you, where you can just say where you want to live there. Mostly only retirees with an income. Like, Let me get to some of the worse ones. Sure, yeah, okay. Uh, like in the, Fantasy. the older ones. But I think, I think you have to read all of them because, well, maybe you don't. Basically, I can tell you. This one's how long before they mysteriously disappear to bafflement of the locals. Yeah, my first thought was what's the over-under before they're murdered by drug runners or incest indigs? Incest indigs. Indigenous? Daily. Is that what that means? Yeah. Hey, da oh! Daily Wire, can you please delete that fucking hateful speech, please? Because spe that is so racist. That's not acceptable. Born to be mild, Lemon Valley from the United States. That's fucking racist as shit. Yeah, man. So this was what was disturbing. The amount of people that are just so racist and like, they're going to die down there. Meanwhile, I live in a community where like 80-year-old women can live here and feel perfectly safe. Good luck and have fun until you get murdered like those people in Ecuador. Well, we didn't move to Ecuador. We moved to Panama, where it's that one of the happiest countries and safest countries in the world. Doesn't look like a land. Looks like a swamp. Yeah, like... All fun and games until they have medical emergency, and the more likely they will not live to tell about it. Somebody g gave me shit because, uh... Because if I need a hip replacement, it's gonna cost 25000 in Canada. And I wouldn't be able to go up there because I guess gave up my citizenship. And then I just, re like, responded. First of all, Panama is one of the leading medical places in Central America. People fly all over, from all over Central America to Panama for medical things. Yeah. So, so to get a hip replacement research. here is 5500 Why so would I go to Canada why, anyway? Why would I... Why would I go to Canada to have to buy a plane ticket? Like, that's like, dumb. The point of all these comments is if you want to go read them all, you can yourself. The point of all of them is there is only one or two that were actually positive towards the Airbnb. So if her, or towards Panama, the amount of shit and hateful racism on here was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that it's just, it's just allowed to stay there. And, and upvoted. The highest upvoted comment on this article, let me read this for you. How long before they mysteriously disappear to the bafflement of the locals? That's how many people are inclusive and, you yep, know. Yeah, that was the highest comment. You so, can't be racist in America. If you're white, you're fucking racist. But if you, you can talk anything about locals in a country you've never yep. been to. Yep. And for the record, the United States is a third world country. Panama is not. Panama's not, yeah. So go fuck yourself, all you fucking Americans. Let me read you... Okay, I think this will be the final thing and we can wrap it up. Let me read you the top five comments on this. Do you we read you the first one. I wonder what the locals think of them. We don't need to expand into that because then it's just more bullshit. It's racist. Yeah. Every Central and South American country has bandits who'd cut your throat for sixpence. You wouldn't get me living anywhere like that for all the tea in China. It's a horror scene waiting to happen. So, okay, great. Mosquito snakes, dampless, lawless countries... Like to come back? Can own nothing but a pistol. No thank you. 
Yikes. Good luck until you. Good luck and have fun until you get murdered by like those people in Ecuador. It's all fun and games till. You, so, it it's nice until the wrong locals decide to pay him a visit. Like that's just so. These are the negative. top comments. And they're not getting removed. That's not hate speech. That's like allowed or something. But, like it's just it's so interesting to see that this was definitely like this exact. This is exactly how I thought it would yeah, go. For sure. She asked nothing about us. She totally took. A million, you know... Things out of nothing. Do you want me to read the email that I... Yeah, we can, and then I think we should read the chatbot version of our story, because it is kind of sweet if you want. You need to take that article down. First of all, half of the information in there is incorrect. In addition to what you've included... In addition to that, you've included quotes, pictures, and topics that were never discussed with you. Can you tell me why you thought it was relevant to include what you did about us having kids? What does that have to do with moving to Panama and running an Airbnb? You shouldn't be sharing. How dare you share personal, private information like that in an article that isn't about having kids? You asked me a total of eight questions, none of which were none of which were actually thought-provoking interview questions, and only some of which were included in the article. Then created an entire narrative that has nothing to do with promoting the Airbnb. Rather, you made assumptions about us being uninspired in Canada and used pictures that were never provided to you and that you don't have permission to use. The top comment in response to the article is, how long before they mysteriously disappear to the bafflement of the locals, which is incredibly racist to Panamanians. I'm not sure why you allow that sort of hate speech to be kept on your platform. Bogus del Toro is one of the leading vacation spots in Latin America, and you did very little to paint the picture of the welcoming people and the beautiful country that, and culture here. If your goal was a positive exposure for Airbnb in Panama, you have failed. Lastly, we run several successful podcasts that rely heavily on professional interviewing. Everything about this process was extremely unprofessional from the first message asking us for an interview with no introduction and no information, all the way to posting an inaccurate article with spelling errors without having it reviewed by who it's about and without telling it was posted. I found out that this article was posted by a friend I knew when I was 11 years old, and you couldn't show us the simple courtesy of allowing us to read what's written about us before publishing. If this is what you and Daily Mail call journalism, it truly is dead. There's a reason why your numbers are dropping. Either rewrite the article or take it down. This is unacceptable. And I should mention that I did get a message from Daily or DailyMail.com US video. I should screenshot all of these, actually. Um, Hi, I'm reaching out on behalf of Daily Mail about your video and then clicked the video where it was like a walking tour of the Airbnb. Yeah. The only video that they've sent me and asked permission to use. Yeah. We would like to use your video on our website with full credit issued back hmm. to you. Let us know if you have permission and find our terms. So for that video, that specific video, yeah. I so gave we them gave them permission. permission to use one video and all the pictures that we sent that them. That we sent. Nothing else. Nothing else. So what the fuck, Daily so Mail? So what the fuck, Daily Mail? You don't just get to do that. You don't just. I think we should blast the chick's name of the articles, like because she is a public figure. She is the article. I mean, her writer. name is tied to it, it exactly. Anyway. So we can blast her. Go like, for it. I don't know her name. I oh oh I think I. Sadie, oh god, yeah, Sadie Whitelocks. Sadie Whitelocks, go fuck yourself. Do better. Do better, man. This is like, not journalism. You should be very, very, very embarrassed. I hope you didn't spend money on a de- journalism degree because like, really? you didn't learn how to do it. Now here's another article that was written. Oh, much better in my opinion. Yeah, much better. From childhood friends to lovers, a journey to paradise in Bocas del Toro, Panama. Love stories often take unexpected turns, and the tale of childhood friends turned soulmates is one that warms hearts. In the case of Mark and B, their story began in Calgary, Canada, where they forged a deep bond as friends. Little did they know that destiny had something extraordinary for them in store. 
This article chronicles their journey of love, adventure, and entrepreneurship as they relocated to the picturesque island of Paradise of Bocas del Toro, Panama. Bocas del Toro is an archipelago located in the northwest of Panama and is renowned for its breathtaking beauty and vibrant culture. With its crystal clear turquoise waters, lush rainforests, and stunning coral reefs, the region has become a top tourist destination in Central America. It was captivating. It was this captivating charm that enticed Mark and B to embark on a new chapter of their lives together. Leaving behind their familiar lives in Calgary, Mark and B took a leap of faith and moved to Bocas del Toro, less than six weeks after deciding that Canada was no longer home. Drawn by the island's natural wonders and the prospect of a simpler off-grid lifestyle, they decided to purchase an oceanfront acreage to create their own little piece of paradise. Here, they could build a life that would not only fulfill their dreams, but also provide a unique experience for others. Um, Mark and B's commitment to sustainability and eco-conscious living led them to create an off-grid oasis on their acreage. They embraced renewable energy sources such as solar power and rainwater harvesting systems to minimize their ecological footprint. By adopting a self-sufficient lifestyle, they became stewards of the environment, preserving the pristine beauty that had drawn them to Bocas del Toro in the first place. Paradise Reef has a sustained... A sustainable haven is constructed of two charming Airbnb huts, each offering a panoramic view of the ocean. These cozy accommodations provide a unique opportunity for visitors to immerse themselves in the natural splendor of Bocas del Toro while enjoying the comforts of modern living with warm hospitality and attention to detail. Mark and B ensure that every guest experience the magic of their island getaway. For Mark and B, their journey to Bocas del Toro symbolizes more than just a change of scenery. It's a testament to the power of friendship, love, and shared aspirations. Through their entrepreneurial venture, they have not only created a fulfilling life for themselves, but also opened doors for others to discover the awe-inspiring wonders of Panama. Mark and B's story is a testament to the transformative power of love and pursuit of a shared dream. Their childhood friendship blossomed into a profound romantic connection, leading them on a rem remarkable journey to Bocas del Toro. With their off-grid acreage and enchanting Airbnb, they have carved out their own slice of paradise, inviting others to experience the beauty and tranquility of this tropical haven. In the end, their story serves as a reminder that love, coupled with spirit of adventure, can lead us to extraordinary places that we never imagined. That's a much better article. Much better. Much better. So There's some like meaning behind it. There's some substance. It's like, yeah, follow your love and follow your dreams and like, so I'm all about growth on this podcast. Some words of advice to Miss Sadie. You got to actually interview the people that you're writing yeah. articles. A Zoom link is, it takes about four seconds to send. Yeah. It takes about half an hour to meet with somebody and ask why they, like, you got to meet the people that you're writing about yeah. because it is not a true article. You absolutely should not be taking little snippets of social media, which is a highlight reel and, and fake half the time and yeah. memes and like, you don't take things from social media and build an article about that. Yeah, exactly. That's not journalism. No. That's, well, I guess it Especially is Especially since what I feel like is, like, we are the most responsive people. Like, you, for your job, you are always calling people back. Me, from my work, always responding to people. Well, like, and if she had said, like, like, hey, it was 30 days before we got back to you, or before you got back to me. Exactly. Like, I had to post something. Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. But I was I was waiting for her. Like she exactly. told me straight up that she would even send me the article, and she never did. She yeah. just posted it. Just posted. You it. don't do that. No, man. And that's like another etiquette thing. Like listener lore. When I do that, I say, hey, 
guess, how did you feel about that? Was there anything you want to change? I have no problem editing. We can edit things if you're uncomfortable, if you slipped up, we can change it. Like Yeah, like what the heck? If you're writing if you're if you're presenting somebody on your platform and doing an article about them and creating a story about them, it should be about them. Yeah. Not about what you think about them. Yeah. That's not and journalism. just like weird fucking things that are so irrelevant and there's no real point. There's no there's no finality. There's no like real drama. There's just like nothing, man. It's just like even the article. Like, what was that even about? What was it about? What was it about? People moved, and now we're in a different country. Like our our Airbnb was linked, but not once was it referenced by the actual name. Yeah, or 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 like not once was it sold. Like their Airbnb has an over the water hut. Exactly with, with coral reef. Right underneath you. Like, it's just so dumb. Like, I don't know what this... It's like it was a bot. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some fucking bot that Daily Mail has set up and... I wouldn't be surprised either, man. It's such a sleazy way of doing it. And journalism is dead, folks. Like... Yeah, don't trust anything you hear from any mainstream media organization. They're all just fucking full of idiots and liars. What was it? The BBC? Okay, so the BBC interviewed Andrew Tate. Yeah. Posted a 13-minute interview of it, and of course, he's very combative in that, and he doesn't answer questions fully, and he's not actually, like, it's a very combative interview. You saw it. We both watched it together. Then, (laughs) actually first, I watched the hour-and-a-half-long interview (laughs) that Andrew Tate recorded from start to finish, and in that... He wasn't being combative. She was being combative. She was, yeah. In it, she he was answering questions. She just wasn't getting the answers that she wanted. And so she cut the interview from an hour and a half to 13 yeah. minutes to give... And since then, it's been I think removed, technically it was only hilarious. 45, but... Oh, <coughs> whatever. Cut it in, it's like... still very crazy, just yeah. Just brutal, like... Yeah. And and the way they cut it, like, it's just obviously, you know... They, he, they would ask a question and then... Like, we watched the interview. We know that's not what he said to that question. They would cut in different answers to different questions. Big Daddy Tate, you want me to interview? I will ask you everything about what it's like to be in jail without any contact. Mm -hmm. I would like to know what it's like for Tristan to have a baby while you're in jail and you can't see your newborn baby. I would like to know what you guys are doing in this house, not to go crazy, knowing that you guys are fucking innocent. Yeah. Let me at you. I would like to know what it is like to be on the top and have everyone gunning for you. I would like How to know. How do you wake up in the morning to, and deal with it? He fights. He's ready yeah. for it. He's yeah, fucking like, on. I wonder if he wakes up. Like, what? He must pray first when he wakes up. Like, I, I wonder what that morning. I almost argue that he <clears throat> prays before opening his eyes. Yeah, like, I'm very curious. Like, yeah, like, what is the motivation in the morning? The very first thing you do to be able to deal with the weight of an entire world attacking you for you. something that you did not do. Yeah. I want to know what dating advice you would give to your daughter. Ooh. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be an interesting I want to... Like, oh. and this is the thing. Like, we have had no thought to put into the Sandra Tate interview. Yeah, this We could ask him so right many now. questions. Like, and I've always felt like this. Like, I don't live an uninteresting life. Like... I mean, it's not uninteresting, the fact that we moved from Canada to Panama. There is a million things There's a million questions there. It's just a while. It's unfortunate, too, because when I look at, like, how people do their jobs, because at the end of the day, this isn't her life. This is yeah, her job. Yeah. She clearly doesn't give a fuck. Clearly doesn't give a fuck. But if I had a job, I mean, I do have a job where my name gets put out on things, and yeah. that matters. And yeah. that, like, that's my brand. That is a reflection of me and yeah. how I work and how I operate and how people take me seriously or not. And I'm telling yeah. you, Sadie, 
you should not you should rethink a career yeah if this is for the, sure if this is how much time and ed, and attention you're going to put into your work you yeah. should probably do something else because you're not doing anybody any yeah. favors yeah like i said if the point of this article was to help our airbnb and to help uh pe- draw people to bocas del toro you didn't you did a horrible job all the top 10 comments were people afraid of coming here because they were going to get murdered well, I think that's all I have to say about it. How do you feel? I think, yeah, I mean, like, anybody who was like, oh, I'm, I watch CNN, I know that it's not all true. No, I'm telling you, like, none it's, of it's not true. true. None of it is. Like, none of it's true. Yeah. It's wild, and you don't know where these people are getting information <laughs> from. It doesn't matter if they say they interviewed you or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter if people are quoted or not. Yeah, exactly. That's so dirty. So greasy. Shame. Yeah. Shame, shame on you. Shame. Shame, shame. Sadie. Shame. Hey, hey, Sadie, you could quote this. Fuck you. Adios, everybody. Don't do interviews. Don't do it. <laughs>